What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Did you know that 22% of U.S. students aged 12 to 18 report having been bullied? What if there was a way to proactively teach children self-confidence and empower students as a prevention tool? Well, Music with a Message does just that. It's an interactive social-emotional learning school assembly program and curriculum that brings confidence tools to your school. Billboard charting singer Kaylee Rose shares her own experience of having been bullied, teaches a way to build self-confidence, and infuses social-emotional learning tools with a fun, high-energy concert experience that empowers students to learn how to stand up for themselves. Music with a Message offers custom assemblies for all age groups, pre-K, elementary, middle, and high school. To find out how to bring this empowering pop music assembly program to your school, go to kaleyrose.com backslash music with a message. That's kaleyrose, C-A-L-E-Y-R-O-S-E dot com backslash music with a message today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm your host, Carrie Rowan, mindset strategist and coach, and I love sharing nuggets of wisdom about the stories we tell each other, and more importantly, the stories we tell ourselves. So join me and my special guests as we share our personal stories each week of strength and triumph on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. And you can listen online on your mobile device, in your car, or you can even ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 Radio. And tune in every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. to get real stories and tips on how to turn your story and your life around and evolve with us as we unite humankind with universal love. Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another week of Look for the Good. I'm super excited to dive into what we're going to talk about today with my special guest, Kelly Rose. Hello, Kelly, waiting the wings. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being on. And Kaylee and I know each other because we're in a mastermind together. And I was super drawn to the work that she does. And when you hear a little bit more about her, you're going to know why I just had to have her on the podcast. Um, So Kaylee, she is a billboard charting artist and a motivational speaker. She's an empowering pop singer and songwriter whose music has been featured on Top 40 Radio, TV, commercials, and film. After being severely bullied in middle school, Kaylee decided her life She dedicated her life to finding her own self-esteem and to empowering women and students to discover their own. She created her Music with a Message SEL program to bring confidence tools into schools. I love that. Mm -hmm. By using the power of music. This former off-Broadway singer has received an inspiration grant for her work empowering women and students and regularly partners with women's and children's charities. Her songs have been featured on Fox 4, Adobe, in commercials for Lipton, documentary Beauty Isn't Pretty, in the Teacher's Wellness Summit, 
Summit and has received awards from the John Lennon Songwriting Contest, Woohoo! Mid Atlantic Songwriting Contest, and the Empower Positive Music Awards, and more. She's currently on a cross country tour in her family renovated Airstream trailer named The Shiny Twinkie. <laughs> I love that. Here we are. The Shiny Twinkie. Did your daughter name that? No, surprisingly, two adults named that. <laughs> and with a good sense of humor. No, we really, we tossed around many, many an idea before we named it the Shiny Twinkie. I but love the Shiny. Twinkie-shaped silver Airstream. So I love it. I love it. That's such a great way to get around the country. And as a musician, it's super important to be mobile. So what a great solution to bring your whole family on the road with you. I love that. Yes, we're trying. The tour kind of took off without the Airstream because we've had a number of bumps in the road, literally, with the Airstream. So we were supposed <laughs> to take off next week permanently, and then it got pushed back a little bit. But music with the message is still going strong around the country, around the continent. So it's not going to stop me from moving around. <laughs> Good for you. That's awesome. Thanks. And when the Twinkie's ready, the Twinkie's ready. You cannot exactly. serve up the Twinkie before it's ready. Indeed. It needs to bake properly. It sure does. So um, I love that you came on the show. I love this music with a message. You know, it's super um, really close and near and dear to my heart because I worked with children for a very long time. You know, I used to tell people that my biggest clients were my biggest fans really were two feet tall. Maybe. So there, there is no better audience, right? There is there is no more welcoming and open audience. I know you work with older kids, um, yeah. but I love where it all came from because it came from a place deep in your heart share with us where what inspired you to start this music with a message yeah um about a year and a half ago now i just kind of woke up and thought huh i was bullied i should probably do something about that to help kids and i'd always been saying that my mission with my music was to help people feel like they're not alone in the dark in the sad in the weird in the love and then it became another way to help people realize they're not alone because when i was bullied it took my confidence from a high to a zero and it lasted that way for over a decade and i really i hated myself for a very long time and i had to work on my own to work to self-like and then to self-love and i feel like along the way people kept saying love yourself love yourself have confidence and it was just i kept saying how <laughs> please show me how i want to be happy um so i started imperfectly just speaking in schools and connecting my music with the message and then it became a set program like now i have my three steps to building your self-confidence and i have you know powerpoint worksheets and all of these different tools for kids because i care so so deeply about it i love that that's yeah. really beautiful and i feel like the best messages come from the things that hurt us you know that we got over you know and and we talk about like whenever a client tells me a story about something that happened to them or they don't want to tell me that story i know we're onto something really great because it's those stories right the ones that have shame and embarrassment and all those things around them that creep yeah. in we really don't want to share because it hurts too much to open up that story Oh, yeah. And it makes you so much of who you are. And yeah, you never think, oh, that's going to be my message for people. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I guess I need to share that openly. Because once <laughs> you start sharing things openly, people come out of the woodwork and start saying, me too, me too, me too. Um, mm -hmm. But it's not until you share it that people tend to feel emboldened to share their own stories. And then it's so cathartic to share those mm -hmm. stories. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you mentioned cathartic, because I feel like, you know, that's what writing is all about, um, writing our songs. 
And, and sometimes it's so much easier to sing the thing, the very thing that we cannot say, you know, so a lot of songwriting is for others so that people do feel connected in their darkness or wherever, even in their happiness, that they're not alone, but it's in our own revealing of those stories in a safe place, like a three minute song. There's, there's not much safer of a container that we can put that out there for other people to hear and feel the emotional charge in that song. It's really powerful the way you've done that. Yeah, I think of it as a spectrum kind of because like when I first started songwriting, I did so many like just self-serving songs to kind of get out all the things that I hadn't dealt with in therapy yet, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it was a good, safer vessel for those things. Um, and then, you know, if you want other people to connect to your songs, you have to write a little bit closer on the spectrum to what other people will relate to and a little less specific, you know, and mm -hmm. the more universal lyrics tend to allow people to put themselves into your story. And so then, you know, broader connections can happen. Happen. So yeah, now that I'm writing even more empowering music for music with a message, I have to think about like, I can't say, oh, it happened at a lunch table, you know, because not all kids got bullied at a lunch table. So it's choosing those lyrics that might allow other people to connect to it for me a little bit more. Mm, I love that. And yeah. I feel like, you know, lunch table, wherever, you know, in the gym, yeah. isn't as important as the feeling, totally. right? The feeling that you're totally. connecting with, that you get it, you understand, yeah. you've been there. And hey, I got through it and you can get through it too. And I feel like that's the biggest message, right? When we're sharing those stories, you know? Oh yeah. I, I say to the kids, like, if you, you're not going to remember everything from this assembly, whether it's 20 minutes or an hour. Um, and we're not meant to, right? Like when we read a book, when we listen to a podcast, we're really not meant to take away every single word. We might leave with one or two ideas. So I say, you you know, if you leave here with one thing today, please let it be keep going because it can get easier. You just have to keep going. And it used to be, oh, life can get easier if you get a phone call or the next day you could meet someone that would change your life. And now I'm like, no, no, like you decide to change your life. You can take the reins because that's so much more empowering. I love that. Yeah, because you have a choice and you're putting the power back in their hands. And a lot of times, you know, it's so easy to get stuck in that victim mindset, especially, you know, when kids are that young, they don't know what else is available to them. So by showing them that they have a choice, how they want to think about it, how they can sort of reframe it um, to be something that could empower them mm -hmm. and build them up to be stronger, I think is yeah. really, really such a beautiful message that the kids need that these days. Totally. And I'm not trying to over oversimplify it at all. You know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I've worked with mental health professionals who specialize in this kind of work because I want to figure out how to help them the best way I possibly can if they're about to be bullied, if they're being bullied and after they've been bullied. And then, you know, the some kids from bullying turned to death by suicide, which is the worst thing in the entire world. I talked to this incredible man the other day who has an organization called Stand for the Silent. And we just had a call about like, what more can we do? How can we help? He kept saying, Kaylee, we have to help the babies. I'm gonna get crying about it. Um, but how, you know? And so I'm not trying to oversimplify it by just saying, you know, just pick yourself back up. No, because that's what I felt like people were saying, just get mm -hmm. over it. So it's really, I'm trying to find those tangible tools. Okay, this is a small step that you can do today. And tomorrow it's this small step in order to help them as much as possible, you know, because I hear story now, you know, so many people are coming to me with stories of their kids being bullied and them being bullied. And one woman told me that they went to the school and the school, it got worse because they had gone to the administrators, mm -hmm. you know, but mm. do I tell kids, yeah, go to an authority or do I tell kids, well, find the right authority that you think will help you, but 
it could be a mistake, you know, like mm -hmm. it almost feels like it's a big, 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 big issue we're taking on. Yeah, it really and, is. Yeah. But you're doing a great job. And I love that you're getting support from other people, you know, mental health mm -hmm. professionals and other people who organizations, because there's so, I feel like there's so much more help out there now than there really was, even when my kids oh. were in school, yeah. you know, and how to deal with that kind of stuff in middle school. Um, and I feel like just letting kids know, just informing them. And, and just the fact that you are talking about it, you are singing about it yeah. is huge because it lets them know it's okay to talk about it. Because again, it's hard when they're, they're have that, that feeling of shame that somehow, you know, they're shameful because whenever anybody's traumatized by something, they're shameful because they couldn't stop it. Right. And yeah. so they feel powerless that they can't stop it or that they were the victim. So showing them and giving them alternative ways to think about things and they're not the victim and they have a choice oh. is really where I think the transformation happens for these kids and they can hear you. They can hear all those messages that you have. I hope so. And I, you know, I definitely had a lot of imposter syndrome in the beginning. So I was like, I don't have a PhD. I wasn't even a counselor or a, you know, a psychiatrist, <laughs> but they tend to listen to pop stars, you know, and so I come in <laughs> yeah. with music and pop music and I get to be the vessel and the vehicle for all these mental health professionals to get those tools into schools. So mm -hmm. I turned the imposter syndrome into like, okay, well, let's get consulting for mental health professionals and then let's let you be the vehicle. I love you know? it. Why yeah, that's, me? yeah, why not? I mean, why not? You've got the experience, you're a mom, you've got all the, the tools and then you get that other support and it really is a nice um, mixing of all those things into one, mm -hmm. one song, if you will, one message, yeah. you know, and yeah. you mentioned imposter syndrome and I think a lot of people feel that way, you know, especially like me too, you know, writing a book, you know, it's like, Ooh, wait a second. I'm not a PhD either. Any of these other things, you know? And so Your when you take, so Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to it. And when you take that step and do it anyways, you know, and it, it was super vulnerable for me as well to share those stories, you know, and through the process, you're like, wait, do I really want to share this story? You know, am I doing the right thing? You know, that's that imposter syndrome, but it's just the brain keeping us safe. And I think when we look at the neuroscience behind that, we all feel that way. Everybody, I don't care how successful you are. The second you step into doing something new, that little voice comes up in your head and tries yes. to stop you because of course it wants to make keep us safe, which means stay in our comfort zone. Don't step out there, Kaylee, into this new yes. music with a message and put it out there. So yes. once we know that, we can sort of, you know, objectify it and be like, you know, hello, brain. I know you're yeah. just trying to keep me safe, but I got this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe that's the answer, you know, because I keep thinking I wasn't brave enough to stand up for other kids that were bullied after it happened to me because it is we are wired to be uh, protecting ourselves. And so in a group, you're not supposed to stick your neck out. You're supposed to stay in the group. You know, and that's our survival mechanism. And that's fear telling us that we shouldn't, but we need to stand up when someone is being bullied. And so, you know, what do we tell kids in order to get past that fear? Maybe it is just telling them, you know, your brain is telling you you're needing to protect yourself and stay small. Don't be weird. You know, so many yeah. things that we do to stay mm -hmm. in the group and protect ourselves. But then once we finally get past all that, it's, oh my gosh, be yourself, even if it's weird, because then you're going to find other people who are quote unquote weird. I hate that <laughs> word, right? And stand up for people when they're being bullied. And, you know, I think it'd be better to do that than to regret not doing it and know that you mm. could have helped that person if the worst case scenario happened. You mm -hmm. know? That's a great that's a great way to turn, you know, reframe that because regret, you know, weighs a ton. Oh, yeah. It weighs a ton. 
And uh, yeah, it does. And, um, you know, for kids to be able to know what to do, you know, even if it's just go to your teacher or go to your parents and let your parents know what's happening with this other kid, you know what I mean? Just giving them one or two things that they can do makes them feel so less alone. Right. And so like they have the power to do something because when you're a kid, you feel so powerless. Everybody tells you what to do all the time. You got to listen to the teachers and the lunch bell rings, like everything's just so regimented in their lives and they don't have the maturity, you know, some of the younger kids. So I love that, you know, you're giving them some simple tools to follow. That's really powerful. Yeah. And simplicity is the key, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Because in the beginning, when I was going to talk in schools, I was giving them every tip to never let them get hurt ever I could possibly think of. I was like, here's this lesson I've learned. Right? Here's this lesson I've learned. But it was probably too much, you know? So I yeah. condensed it into a digestible form so they can, okay, these are my three steps. And then we talk about a lot of things within those three steps, you know? And I have an acronym, yeah. my wow principles. And Love all that it. Stuff. Love yeah. it. What's the wow principle? Um, the first one is wear your affirmation cape. So I talk mm. about how bullies are self-esteem invaders. So if you can put a cape of positive thinking around you through affirmations, mantras, whatever you want to call them, if your sense of self is so strong, it will protect you when someone comes in. Like somebody insinuated that I looked fat the other day as an adult woman. And I was like, cool. All right. <laughs> oh I don't feel good about that. But I really was like, you know what? Yesterday I felt really fit and really healthy and really great. And today I'm still feeling really fit and really healthy and really great. So I have built myself up so high now that actually it didn't bother me where 10 years ago, three years ago, I would have been in a ball on the floor. Mm -hmm. You know, so I do think the stronger we build ourselves up, it will help us to get past that when someone comes in and says something negative, like trolls online, you know? Trolls online. And it really says more about them than it says about us oh, yeah. at all and their need to judge yeah. and cut somebody else down who's following their dream because let's face it, that's intimidating because most people, 90% uh, of people don't step out and follow their dream. Yeah, it's so true. It's so you know? true. Yeah. Yeah, so, I didn't answer the rest of your question, but that's okay. O is you are the one and only you. And then the third or the second W, the third letter of wow is write down your wins. So we talk about how affirmations alone are really scientifically proven to not be enough because mm -hmm. then it's kind of building up this ego with no circumstance to base it on. Mm -hmm. And so writing down your wins, you know, if you're learning to tie your shoes, looking back with a list on your parents of all your achievements saying, I tried that today. I tried it twice, you know, and tomorrow maybe I'll actually do it. And building up that confidence in that way, I think is really helpful for kids. I love that. Giving them some proof that they can go back on. I, heck, I have my adult uh, clients do that. <laughs> right? I A friend, yeah. um, actually, you were probably in this group and I still can't find that person. So it could have been you. They talked about making a to-do list in the morning and then turning it into your to-da list at night. I love that. Oh, that's I so still cute. still find that person. Oh, I don't know. I didn't say that, but I love that. Not what I have my clients do is create a feel-good folder. So it's a folder huh. where they put, it can be notes, accolades, or and then I want them to construct a list of all the really cool things that they've done. Because when you ever sit down and write it all in one place, right? And then when you start to have that doubt, you can look back and say, hey, wait a second. I've done this, 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 and this. It's like a life resume, if you will. And so you can even have things on there like, you know, I got up over this hard breakup. It doesn't have to be anything that you achieved. Oh, you know, those yeah. are good too. But, yeah. you know, you exercised every day for 30 days, whatever it is. Totally. I was kind to someone today, you know. Yeah, I made somebody else smile. Yeah. yeah. And those really, that. those small things are the things that make a big difference for other people. Totally. 
I yeah. love that so much. That's a yeah. great. I might do that later. It's re- <laughs> <laughs> I might it's su- it's super powerful. I love that. Yeah. So talk to me about where you I love talking to people about going back um because you obviously are moving forward in your life and you're following your dream. And I wonder was that your dream that you had when you were younger because a lot of times I'll have people look back at what they used to do naturally as a kid with creativity. And what did you do in that sphere? Yeah, I was always a singer. I mean, as soon as I started speaking, um, and I always wondered if my mom and grandma kind of nudged me into it, you know, Mm -hmm. but no, now that I see my daughter, I mean, I'm just doing my thing over here, you know, writing songs with people and she sees me on stage performing and seeing the way she studies music. Like when she's a new song comes on that she likes, I can see her. And then she wants to listen to it again and listen to it again. And she's just not that interested in drawing as much as she is music. So I'm like, oh, I see that it really is in ourselves. Um, Yeah, so I was always, always, always very interested in it. But I was a singer who kind of didn't know what to sing because I wasn't, I studied classical and opera and then school led me on a path to musical theater because nobody was showing me the path to pop music that just Mm -hmm. didn't exist in buffalo new york maybe if i had grown (laughs) up in los angeles but my mom was taking me to new york to try to you know help me um get my career on track Mm -hmm. in that way when i was a kid and it just didn't seem like a possibility to me and i studied musical theater went to school in new york city to do musical theater got to off broadway and then read the secret you know which people have different opinions on that's fine but it really helped me Mm -hmm. and there was this exercise in it that said look at your hands close your eyes and picture your hands where you really want them to be you have one life Mm -hmm. there are people who are living your dream life right now and my favorite expression why not you why not you know we're all bundles of cells and bones and blood and all the things that make up bodies and someone might have different experience and different training or have been born into a different family, but like training and experience is something you can acquire. So exactly. that opened the doors for me because I didn't see my hands on a stage in a musical theater format. I saw them in a recording studio mm. and then I started working in voiceover and that like just kind of opened the little door to voiceover. And then I had a path where I was, you know, I was spending weeks not singing and that didn't feel right. There wasn't music in my life in voiceover. And my goal was always to be an animated singing character. So that has, it'll happen. Um, (laughs) It'll happen. And I'm still doing voiceover as well. But then I um, thought, no, pop music is where I want to be. And then I emboldened myself to become a songwriter because for years I had thought, other people should be the songwriters because I was mm-hmm. always the singer. I had studied it intently since mm-hmm. I was very little. And then once I started to take the wheel and say, no, I'm going to become a songwriter and get educated, it was like the path became illuminated and clear in front of me and serendipities and scholarships came into my life. It was incredible. So wow, that's a long answer for a short question. I love that. That is so cool. Following the universe. Always a singer singer at heart, right? All right. Don't go anywhere, everybody. We're going to break real quick for a message from our sponsors. We'll be right back with Kaylee. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? 
tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to CarrieRowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here with Kaylee Rose. We're having this incredible conversation. And on the side, um, between breaks, we were just talking a little bit about creativity. And you guys know that I love creativity. And being creative is the key to who we are inside. It's what gets our juices flowing. It's what makes us feel alive. Why? Because when we're creative, it's the very thing that makes us feel closer to our creator, whatever you think that is the universe, whatever that energy is that's larger than ourselves, that gives our lives purpose and meaning, it puts us in touch with that, right? And so as songwriters, we we value creativity and those moments when we feel create, creative. And I feel like we build it into our lives. Like, I don't know about you, but I've gotten a lot of songs from journaling and, mm. you know, writing out my feelings and using writing as a as a tool to help people feel better. How do you use creativity? How do you spark creativity in kids through your music with a message? Um, I love, love, love what you said about being creative gets us closer to our creator, whatever you believe in that can apply. And also like, I think we say being creative and I immediately think like, oh, I need to be a painter. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like writing songs, using your voice in an improvisational way. Like there's so many different ways, like people who create products are creators, you know, Mm -hmm. they're inventors. Um, Entrepreneurs are creators, people who create businesses, methods for anything. Content. Yeah. Yeah, content, mm-hmm. exactly. Content creators. So yeah, I just want to like say that because for some reason I thought, oh, I always think of painters, which I'm not. And it's just like, <laughs> it's you true. don't need to be You're creative. <laughs> we are all creative. And I hate when people say like, there are creative people and there are not creative people, or I'm not a creative person. It's just like, no, no, no. 
everyone is creative. We all, if you look back at, like you were saying, yourself as a kid, you engaged in creative activities. You loved using your mind in that way. Um, and then I think we tend to lose it along the way or we mm -hmm. tend to pigeonhole ourselves, which makes me so sad. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, kids and creativity. I also think, you know, I kind of try to follow circadian rhythms because I have a three-year-old and I see in the mornings, that's her creative time. And I notice in school, that's when they tend to have the more educational stuff. And then they let them play freely later because of their circadian rhythms. And my own, I realize when I wake up, I am much closer to my subconscious than at two in the afternoon. Because once I like get in front of my computer and start working in my mind, it's very hard for me to pause and go back into that beautiful state. So I'm, you know, observing my own rhythms and saying, okay, well, if I'm going to write a new song, it's probably going to be in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, and trying to give myself that space and open up myself to it. Because once you sit down, you know, everyone's like, oh, you have to be struck by creative inspiration. Sitting down and putting pen to paper or putting your hands on the keys or doing your vocal exercises. I like to free sing in my car. Um, and that to me is one of the best ways to write songs because I got that from where I went to songwriting school, the songwriting school of Los Angeles. It's the best place in the world. It changed my life. And mm. one of the exercises he gave us was free singing. So just put on your recorder on your phone or whatever device you want to use and let the melodies come out of you. And so when I'm working on, you know, like a bridge of a song, I will just do 20 bridges and just free sing and see what comes out. And eventually there's something that captures me in that way. So I love yeah. that. Yeah. Free sing. I love that. I have not heard God that feels. before. Gotta That's really, <laughs> I love that. That's really, really powerful. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's true what you're saying, you know, we need, we don't, we, if we sit around and wait for the moment of creativity, I would not have a book with 13 chapters in it. Okay. Cause like that is not happening. Oh. And I used to feel that way when I first started writing the same thing, I'd be like, well, I have to wait for that creative spark, yeah. you know, that like the great lyric or like the little gem, you know, and those are great. Okay. We have those Sometimes moments. It does happen. Yeah. yeah, it does. I mean, some of my best songs were written that way. Mm. You know, I remember um, reading Annette Cartoli book, The Power of Now, putting it down and literally running to write this song. It just poured uh, out of me. Which right. One? I am life. Ah, okay. I want to hear it. Um, and so it's in my book. And so um, when we have those moments, they're great. They're brilliant. I mean, you are so connected. You could just feel the energy pouring from, from the yeah. sky into you. Right. Yeah. But those moments, those moments are far few yeah. and far between. Um, we don't always get it like that. And, and so, yeah, because exactly. so I think distraction is the worst for all of us. Mm -hmm. I took so many showers with like music on or a podcast on or anything. So I wouldn't be in my own head. But when I am in silence with my own thoughts, because I was avoiding them for so long because they weren't nice up there because I hated myself. Now that I've worked to like myself, I'm alone with my own thoughts and there's creativity going on in there. And there's mm -hmm. figuring out that lyric puzzle that I'm working on for verse two and things like that. So open yeah, yourself I love that. up and having that silence with your own self and your own mind will let those creative ideas come in. I remember the I don't remember his name. Do you know the guy who created chicken soup for the teenage or the soul? For the soul, yeah. 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 He had that idea in the shower. Yeah. So of course. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that the best ideas come in the shower. Mm -hmm. Because you're in there, you've got the water flowing, you got the negative ions of that water flowing. Oh, is that so? I didn't know that. Oh yeah. And your mind just it's like when you go to a waterfall, they get negative ions there. Huh. And you're just you're just 
bringing that all in and it gives your mind a moment to rest. I get my best ideas there or walking. I've, I came up with yes. my whole acronym when I was walking, my story oh. acronym. Uh. Um, so a lot of stuff happens because you're allowing your, that creativity to flow, but you're also moving your energy, right? So you've changed your energy by moving. Yes. Um, That's why I do a lot of free singing when I'm driving because there's mm -hmm. something about the forward movement of walking mm -hmm. or driving. Yes. The negative ions. Can you tell me more about that? That's <laughs> I love that. I love yeah, that. the negative because you're attracted to water. I am too. It's those negative ions. You know, when you're around water and nature, it's that you don't get that. The earth it provides all those negative ions, right? Like you're always the, the magnetic poles of the earth, oh, positive okay. and negative. And so that's why when you go outside and you take your shoes off and you're connected, you're connecting to Mother Earth and that pole of the negative ions and everything that's in there, that negative pull of the earth. And that's what makes you feel grounded. And that's what makes you feel centered. That's why we love going into nature. And you can change your mind like that by walking out into nature. And that's I why often outside more mm -hmm. than the average person, or I realize it, but like my yes. mom has been like, you like, you, you know, she's implied that I'm a little weird. She's just like, can you come inside? <laughs> and like now we are, as we're renovating this Airstream trailer, living with my husband's family. And I know that they're like, oh, so you, you want to eat dinner outside again? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I want to spend every moment outside. No wonder you're going to move back to LA. right now, to be quite honest. Like, so I, yeah, I need a lot of that fuel from nature. Yeah, it's so you funny. do. It's so, it's such a pull. You can feel it. I mean, if uh -huh. I want to change my state, I tell my clients this all the time, just get out, get out of the house, get out from beneath your computer. Like you said before, mm. that's the, that's the hardest job of this kind of life for us creatives, because I don't like being here in front of my computer all day long. I don't I like it. You, so it's good, but it, well, this yes, kind of I stuff, because there's other humans. <laughs> I love this, but standing here in front of my computer by myself, yeah. you know, is not a whole lot of fun. And I know it needs to be done, but you know, like this morning, I already went outside for a really long walk. I had my headset on and I was listening to whatever it was. And sometimes I just go out for like a gratitude, like a feel good walk. And I just look mm -hmm. at all the things, the sky, the clouds. It's so easy to find mm -hmm. things to be grateful for when you're outside, just the air to breathe in. Our air just cooled down. And I was really noticing the air this morning mm -hmm. because if you need a quick little fix, you can always appreciate the air. The uh -huh. air is different here than where you are. And when you're traveling and you step out and you smell some new air, it's just a quick moment for you to reconnect with who you really are yeah. and the planet and the earth and remind yourself like, ooh, that's delicious air here in whatever state you're in, you know? Hopefully it's clean, beautiful air. Where you're <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in Kansas right now, which has been voted the ooh. least attractive state, which Serious? is terrible. But yes, yeah, so if I can look around and find something to be grateful for, and there have been so many <laughs> moments where I'm just like, do you see this sunset? Do you see these clouds today? Mm -hmm. You know, so we can look around wherever we are. And if you don't like where you live, well, maybe you got to change it. You know, exactly. <laughs> I, you want to change your state move. I always yeah. say that. And I don't, I mean, I could mean yeah. move out of the state of mind or move to another yeah. state or move somewhere else, or just get yourself out, change that environment. And you can change your state like that. And as you know, the quickest way is to use music mm -hmm. because every time, whether you have a dance party for one, which I'll often do before I get on a big call oh, or a yeah. seminar, yeah. Or I have a little mini trampoline that I jump on. Um, yeah. I'm just moving my energy before I engage, right? Mm. Get up, get out. Even if I run up to change the laundry, just the mere, and I could be thinking of a word or a line or I'm editing something mm. and I leave and come back and poof, it just pops into my head. It ah. just downloads in there. Just like when you All take time. that shower or that walk, yeah. right? Absolutely. Because we're connecting back up, back to our conversation about creativity. Yeah. We're connecting back up to the bigger creativity. Yeah.
And that's where our juice is. And I'm going to even venture to say that finding your creativity and going back and doing that thing, whether it is painting, because I have a couple of clients who used to paint when they were little. And so I told them to get the easel, get the paints, get going. Mm -hmm. It will improve every relationship in your life, especially the one between you and you, you and your higher self, because your higher self wants you to create. It wants you to do the things that make you feel joyful, but we just go and do the things we think we need to do, or we think we should do, right? I'm so good at being, what is it? effective as opposed to, no, efficient as opposed to effective, you know, like those little things on the to-do list as opposed to those big moves that might be scary and might be a little dangerous feeling. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say dangerous, daring and brave. Yeah. But your mind thinks they're dangerous. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Those are the moves that are getting you closer to where you want to be, you know, ordering a new Zag phone shield, not helping, but it is something (laughs) I need to do. (laughs) Well, it is protecting your phone investment. Mm -hmm. It's so true. But you know, but how do you overcome that? Right? Like, that's the thing. How do you overcome that? And we already talked about a few ways to change your mindset about something, Mm -hmm. you know, and you could tell yourself, like, I play these little, you know, tricks with myself. Okay, I give myself 50 minutes, right? So I set my timer. Mm -hmm. And my book wouldn't have been written if I didn't use the Pomodoro method, which is to make yourself Mm -hmm. stand there or sit there, whatever it is, you know, you want to do or you must do. And for 50 minutes, you have uh, you can't check Amazon. You can't order your screen thing, your saver. Mm-hmm. You can't, oops, I forgot to do this. You can't run out. You can't even pee, really. You really can't step away from your desk. You don't need a snack at that moment. You're okay without any water for 50 minutes. So you're like training the animal of our body, right, to stay put. It's the same thing with meditation. And when you can get yourself used to that, it's only, it's in those small little small little things you do every single day. But if you do that every day, if every day you say, I'm going to spend a half hour in that big project that you're afraid to do, just a half hour, that's a one baby little step. And then that half hour starts to accumulate and you start getting momentum in the right direction because all those half hours start to add up, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I had my children's book. I started writing it last November. I was pretty good about writing it and revising it and getting feedback until like maybe February. And then from February to July, that is what, five months? Nothing. Because I was just like sick of it. I was mad at it. I didn't like the version I was currently on. I liked the original better. And then recently I said, oh my God, like that idea keeps knocking on the walls of my mind. And when you have something that keeps knocking, you have to listen to it and start taking action toward it. And I started finally... I would get up an hour earlier, which to me, like I value sleep and I'm like getting up five minutes before my daughter gets up so I can take her to school. Um, But I did it and I got up for two weeks, an hour earlier, and I got a new version, submitted it to an agent, you know? So setting those, I, I was thinking of it as like, I set a hard, painful deadline. If it wasn't ready for that meeting with that agent, that would have felt really lousy you know, right. getting up earlier. So I guess that was my Pomodoro. Hey, look. Brilliant. But that <laughs> yeah. was brilliant because you understand you had a lot of self-reflection in that. You understood mm-hmm. that you need a deadline. I need a deadline, right? Yeah. It's that old Parkinson's law that a project will take as long oh, as the yeah. time you have for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you, but I'm going to wait to the last minute to pull all those details together. Um, and, and that's that human nature. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, human nature. That's human nature. So we're all procrastinators. So we totally are. Tools to help you not procrastinate, you know? Right, exactly. And I love that you outsmarted your brain. You said, mm-hmm. okay, well, I've got this meeting with this agent, so we better get our stuff together here. So bravo yeah. for you. That's fabulous. Nice. <laughs> well, don't yeah. go anywhere, everybody. We're going to break real quick for um, a message from our sponsor. We'll be right back with Kaylee. 
Hey, beautiful listeners, are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to CarrieRowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you've been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Look for the Good. And I'm here with Kaylee Rose today. We we're talking about some such cool stuff here. I love this conversation. And we we're talking a lot about our creativity and how that creativity is the spark for everything else in our lives. And we're, I was even saying how it can even increase your, your relationships with everybody because you're working on yourself, you're in that creative space and there's no place that makes you feel more alive. And how do you share that with kids, Kelly? Share a little bit about your program and how it works to bring that creativity out in kids, even kids who might not think they're musical or don't want to sing. How does that all work? Yeah, it's really beautiful. So I bring hand percussion instruments and they can join me on the empowering songs. I invite volunteers to sing. I get like half of the room singing one thing and half the room singing the other thing. And I also tell them like, if you are not 
feeling dancing today, that's another kind of being confident. Like it doesn't just mean that the most confident person in the room is the one who's dancing or singing. If you are listening to yourself, that's what confidence is. Confidence is knowing that you're making the right choice and listening to your body and your own intuition and all those things. You and I were just talking about intuition. Um, so yeah, it's been interesting because I think, you know, common perception would be like, oh, the outgoing kids, those are the confident ones. They're dancing and singing, but not necessarily, you know, it can be. So mm -hmm. I want to like give power and empowerment to the kids that don't feel comfortable dancing with me. That is totally fine. And if they're not volunteering to shake a tambourine, also totally fine. But I do find that I get a <laughs> lot of kids volunteering. And the one of my first music with a message shows ever, um, I they had so many hand percussion instruments at that school and I brought some as well. So we had maybe 30 kids shaking to the beat. And then I also had kids wow. on ukuleles. And I was trying to sing into the microphone and it was a cacophony of sound. It was beautiful. But like no one could hear anyone. So then I thought, okay, maybe I limit it to like five kids. On the but I want to include everyone. And I, you know, I don't want to give them a moment where they're like, ah, I didn't get picked. And then they have a mm -hmm. down confidence moment. But I tell them if you didn't get picked, it doesn't mean that you're not, you know, good at shaking a tambourine. And it doesn't mean that you're not worthy. So we work through that together. Um, I love yeah, that. that's, we give creativity in that way. Um, I invite them to share their responses after my song Stand Up. Mm -hmm. We talk about when it's a good time to stand up for yourself or others. And that is so beautiful. Um, it was kind of an accident how that happened. A teacher had that idea in a Music with a Message show, and now it's become incorporated into every performance. Wow. It's so beautiful to hear their response. I mean, kids are incredible. And the amount that they want to participate and talk to each other and to me, it's so beautiful. So, yeah. Wow. I hope you capture all that because I feel like there's a lot of song juice in there because yeah. kids' words and kids' insights are, like you said, so powerful and oh so gosh. wise yeah. um, that there would be a lot of material, I feel like, in there. And some of the uh, one of the phrases that they might say could be a whole oh, song, yeah. right? They're incredible. I mean, I'm learning from them. And then I'm like, maybe we don't even need this program in the school. You know, but of course <laughs> we do um, because it's probably the kids who aren't saying anything that are hopefully, you know, walking away with something that they can keep in their minds forever. Um, I love yeah, that. But I, like one kid raised his hand and said, um, it's standing up for ourselves is good and helpful when we are needing to learn something new. And I was like, mm. you just segued into my next song, something new. <laughs> and it was so perfect. So yeah, I'll never forget him. That's and so cool. My niece, I was in her school one time and she raised her hand and I said, okay, when's a good time to stand up for yourself or others? And she said, all the time. <laughs> and I was like, no one has ever said that before. That is so common. Really? Yeah, I love that. So oh my so gosh. That's incredible. really cool. But yeah, inviting them to have opportunities to be creative. Silent reflection time will have sometimes where I just give them a couple minutes to think of brave acts that they have done in their day and mm -hmm. what brave acts they hope to do in the future. And there's so many different ways to let them be creative. You know, it's just giving them that space and I giving love them the prompt. Give them the prompt, prompt right? Yeah. Like chat, chat GPT, you need good prompts. And you like, do. You, prompts. you do. You know, that yeah. thing can give you a lot of stuff, but it can't give you creativity. You're true, true. You yeah, need humans. Not taking voiceover actors' jobs, no matter what they say, because we need humans for something. We need humans for a lot of things. I mean, think about it. I, I don't know about you, but even we're on a side note here, but I tried to get it to write a song because I wanted to see what it would do. Mm -hmm. But it's not writing a song without a human's creative idea because I've had this idea in my head for a song, right? So, and that's the thing that it can never compete with us on no. is creativity. Our because, hearts. yeah, exactly. Like 
our heart is in our songs and our heart is mm-hmm. in the way we speak into a microphone. And I had a, a voiceover audition recently for a woman. Her child had gone through something and it was talking about something in a hospital. And uh, the casting director had submitted this MP3 that we could hear. And it was like, here's the direction. Here's what we're looking for. But also, I want you guys to know this is the kind of work that AI cannot replicate. And I was just like, that's so true. And thank you for saying that, sir, because I know a lot of people are worried. Yeah, And it'll it's take true. some jobs, but mm-hmm. can't take all of them. And there are things it, yep. that we really need people for. Exactly. Can't get on the stage and sing a song with you and the kids. Oh. <laughs> when you do that with robots it's going to be a big day <laughs> but it won't do it in the same way yeah exactly yeah. and so you know back to what we were saying you know uh, these these human things that we need like sparking mm-hmm. that creativity in kids getting them to open up you know and also opening up in front of other people because mm-hmm. it's like we said before those little shame stories that they're telling themselves about what happened because they couldn't stop it and they're embarrassed by it but being able to share that because shame needs secrecy and mm-hmm. You know, it needs the dark and quiet, keeping to yourself, but opening kids up to that gives them a chance of self-expression, which is so powerful. They they need to feel heard and validated and seen. Yeah. I mean, if I don't know. If someone had told me I get to be anyone I want to be when I was that young, I don't know who I would be. You know, I think not to like blame the education system because now the education system is doing a much better job. Social emotional programming is, you know, a big wave of that is now happening, which is beautiful. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I had a great education, but no one taught me how to learn to like myself and no Mm -hmm. one taught me how to choose the positive thoughts over the negative thoughts because we have thousands, tens of thousands of thoughts a day. And so this is something that I think is so important to teach, you know, because again, great education, Ivy League school, memorize all the art history dates. Do I use those in my daily life? No, I no. don't. But my <laughs> thoughts have been with me every moment, every day. Right, exactly. Of my time. Exactly. You know? It's we so true. Teach kids how to choose kinder thoughts and choose to love themselves. Yeah, I love that. I have a song called Choose Happy, mm-hmm. you know, and know. teaching, right? And teaching yeah. kids those things, you know, to choose happy. Or I have a song called, Oh, well, you know, teaching kids, Oh, well, you know, when things don't go your way, you need to learn how to say, Oh, well, Uh, Oh, well, you know, all these little things that you can implant in there. And you're right. Nobody taught us that stuff um, in school. It's a gray area, right? Like Mm -hmm. I constantly ask, when do I say, Oh, well, or when do I say, no, I'm going to try again. I'm going to push harder. Well, it's a gray area and it's a spectrum. And so there's not one black and white answer to things. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, kids have a harder time grasping that. And we learn that we have to grasp that a little more as adults. Um, But I I wonder, maybe I should learn what age kids can start to grasp that. Because with my daughter, I'm like, well, it's a gray area, but you're three. So maybe I need to give you a concrete answer. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like the oh, well is like, hmm. Oh, well, because it's that attachment thing, right? You know, mm-hmm. they're not th- they're not going to throw themselves on the floor and have a tantrum. Absolutely. You know, but again, the whole concept of teaching kids through song, mm-hmm. if you want kids to memorize anything, create a song about brushing their teeth, create a song yeah. about taking a shower, right? Mm-hmm. You're a mom, you know that. Yeah. It's the power of the music. It's the power of the singing and the repetition and the melody and all these things that come into play. And it's also why music, even for us adults, is such a powerful healer because music gets in those cracks and crevices that nothing else can get into. You think about you go to a concert, right? And somebody pours their heart out and sings a song. You just resonate with it so deeply. That moment is healing and it's healing between you and the person delivering it. It's an offering, right? And it's it's a a way to heal. and, and And I love that you're really 
putting your arms around that power of music for good. It's really an amazing thing that you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The memorization tool that music is, is incredible. I mean, I, I could sing you my Erie Canal song from first grade, <laughs> start to finish right now. Do I want to keep that information in my mind? Probably not, but it's fun uh, parties and mm -hmm. yeah, they're going to have these songs for forever telling them, you know, I have one, I am strong, I am brave, I mm -hmm. am powerful, all of those things. And if that's what's playing on repeat in their heads, that is so powerful. That's awesome. Awesome. Anything I am is such a command to the subconscious. I love that. I think oh, it's yeah. really great to, to wrap like your arms around that. So tell us if people want to find out more about you or if they want to bring you to their child's school, where can they find that information? I am Kaylee Rose, C-A-L-E-Y, rose as in the flower, C-A-L-E-Y, -E roses, roses in, in the, the flower. flower. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think that it's K, it is not K, it is C-A-L-E-Y, rose, yeah. and you can find music with a message at KayleeRose.com. You can book a show in your school. I want to go around the world. That is my goal. So every, anything is possible with music with a message. And yeah, and you can find my music on all streaming platforms, Spotify, mm -hmm. Apple Music, Kaylee Rose, and everywhere on social media, C-A-L-E-Y, Rose as in the flower, except for TikTok, which is Kaylee Rose Music, because somebody got that Kaylee Rose on. Oh, how dare Read. they? Um, <laughs> so that's super cool. So they can find your music and your song stand up is super powerful awesome. and you just had another release tell us about that fireproof yeah fireproof just came out and that's one that i bring into schools and i have the kids do the motions with me so i created all this choreography and one of them i'm teaching them power poses to make their bodies big mm -hmm. and make their voices confident and that will i don't like to think of it as a trick you know i don't like to think of it as like a fake it till you make it thing it's mm -hmm. a tool and it if is. you know those tools are tools are available to us why not use them to make our lives more harmonious and happy and strong? So I give them those power poses as a tool for fireproof. And that one just came out. And then um, in September, I have Game Over, the rematch coming out. Ooh. So I reworked some of the lyrics and it's even more empowering now. I love it. And the power poses are really, they're not a trick. I, I mean, we no. used to stand, I, I remember showing my... Uh, I just went blurry. I remember showing my music partner the Wonder Woman pose. Yeah. And we were doing it in the bathroom, you know, cracking up. And we were standing there. You got to hold it for two minutes. Um, <clears throat> but the Harvard study that was done in that actually shows that not only does it improve how you feel about yourself being in the power pose, it also increases somebody else's perception of you. And yeah. they did this whole study on that. So that's what I love about that, the science behind it. Well, that night when I showed her, it was like one of our last concerts that we played together. We knocked it out of the park. And I swear it's because we did the Wonder Woman pose. Even the guy that we were opening for came up to us afterwards and said, I feel like you guys should, I should be opening for you guys. <laughs> and he invited us to come to Ireland and, and uh, he would open for us. We never did do that, no but way. that sounds like oh fun. Gosh. Yeah. Not too late, right? Right. Get yeah. Get the band back together. Get the band. <laughs> so, uh, to Ireland. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, I love what you do, Kaylee. And everybody can go to Kaylee Rose. I love, we have to spell everything here because it's the radio. Yeah. It's at C-A-L-E-Y, rosesintheflower.com. And you can find her music. You can find out more and bring her. Please do bring her to your schools. Our kids need this. They need to hear about this. They need to know that they can learn to love themselves at a really young age. And, yeah. and it's the training that you wish you had when you were a kid, right? And it's oh, hard so. as a parent, right? Yeah. They want to, they, they're so sick of hearing us by the time they become teenagers. <laughs> 
Yeah. So sometimes you need a different voice just to come in a fresh voice, you know, that they might think is just different. You know, I was talking to someone about my, my little brother is 15. And I was like, how do I reach him? And they're like, maybe you're not the person to reach him. Maybe he needs someone who's a boy closer to his age. So yep. as long as they're getting it somewhere, you know, it doesn't, as long as that person's a trusted source. Exactly. It takes a village, so, right? Yeah. Takes as a they say, it takes a village. Yeah. Um, so that was just amazing. I loved having you on the show today. Thank you. And I feel like everybody's going to walk away with all this amazing information. And I just hope that they bring it to their schools because these kids need this. This is what they need. They're feeling more isolated and the numbers on anxiety just keep raising. And, and, and cyberbullying. Yeah. And all the stuff that we didn't have to contend with. You know, these kids grew up with a phone close by. And so there's all these other things. It's harder to be a kid nowadays than ever. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and kids have lost sort of, you know, like you're saying, that social emotional connection. Mm -hmm. And we need our kids, our next generation to have social emotional well-being. So everybody bring Kaylee into your school um and thank you so much again for coming on today thank you for having me you're welcome and we conversation I, I loved it it was yes. awesome i know people are going to listen to it for a long time and remember everybody it's never too late to live your best story be well did you know that 22 percent of u.s students aged 12 to 18 report having been bullied what if there was a way to proactively teach children self-confidence and empower students as a prevention tool well, Music with a Message does just that. It's an interactive social-emotional learning school assembly program and curriculum that brings confidence tools to your school. Billboard charting singer Kaylee Rose shares her own experience of having been bullied, teaches the way to build self-confidence, and infuses social-emotional learning tools with a fun, high-energy concert experience that empowers students to learn how to stand up for themselves. Music with a Message offers custom assemblies for all age groups, pre-K, elementary, middle, and high school. To find out how to bring this empowering pop music assembly program to your school, go to kayleyrose.com backslash music with a message. That's kayleyrose, C-A-L-E-Y-R-O-S-E dot -E com backslash music with a message today. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.